Hi there, you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. I'm your host, Erin Nicole, and I'm really excited to have you listen today. My life mission is to end global suicide by empowering you to find joy from within, using your created gifts that you were designed to use to help others. I'm really excited to introduce to you one of my heroes of my teenage upbringing. I I do interview people from all around the world, but I've been doing this long enough and interviewing enough people that were strangers to me that I loved their story and was impressed by their leadership skills in their industry that now I'm going back and I'm looking at those that have influenced and helped shape me into the human being that I am today that you know know me as, the mental health advocate, uh, because I am a survivor of those thoughts that you might be thinking right now. And there were some incredibly powerful people in my upbringing that helped to protect me spiritually, emotionally, um, and artistically. And this particular person is one of those people in my life. Um, really excited to introduce him to you. Please stay all the way to the end as I do have a fun listening room competition that you could be invited in. Uh, if you so choose. So make sure to stay all the way to the end to hear the details on that. Check it out. All right, uh, everyone that's listening or watching to the Move Happy Movement vlog and podcast, so honored, so excited to have one of my teenage heroes uh, here on the show today, Roger Emerson. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you, Aaron. This is a a real treat and real privilege for me. I'm happy to share. You know, I've been blessed beyond measure, so it's always nice to give back. As my mom used to say, to them that much is given, much is expected. So um, I love that. I love that. So I always love to share with my audience how I connect with people. And some I connect with very recently. Some have been, uh, I've known for quite a long time. And Mm -hmm. uh, for you and I, it actually started from my high school music teacher. Um, Before I even joined his high school, um, I was invited. I was one of the top people in the junior high to be invited Uh to audition for his group. And I didn't even realize um, I didn't make it the first initial time into his group. (laughs) But there was a senior while she was a junior going into her senior year. And she had a bad attitude. She was button heads with one of the uh, president and vice president of the choir, and she wanted to transfer to another high school in the district. And Mr. C said, no way. You are not going to run away from your problems. If you're going to run away, you need to leave the whole entire district because I'm friends with all of the other high school directors and they're they're not going to want you if you have a bad attitude. Wow. So she actually left the entire school district which opened up a position for me because I scored the same as her score on this 50 point scale that he had designed. And a week before the summer camp started my freshman to sophomore, yeah, to sophomore year, he called me and said, Aaron, we have an opening. And he knew that I felt rejected, right? Like, oh, but (laughs) I don't want to be an alternate, but he said, no, you scored the same as a senior. And then I was like, oh, well, okay. Maybe in that case, he had some reservations because my oldest brother was in the group and Mm. he didn't want family conflict within the group. Uh, But he had a conversation with the president, Katie and Katie and the VP. And they said, we want her in the group. We already talked to her brother. He's good to go. They don't even hang out or talk really at all. (laughs) They won't be problems. Uh, she's going to add value to the group. And then I was invited to come down 
uh, to that jazz camp and, and actually learn from, from you and from Kirby Shaw and from John Jacobson, those of you that actually create music that has seen and used all around the world. Um, so I'm just, I'm so honored to, to be able to share the mic and share a little bit of your history so people can sure. really connect and learn more from you. So I'm so well, excited. Uh, you know, uh, you were a delightful student. If I recall, you, were, you had a wonderful solo voice as well. And got several solos, I think. I, I mean, yeah. it's it's been 20 years, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great having all those uh, Spanaway kids uh, down and and uh, Mr. C, Bernie Krauss, and and uh, it was a uh, it was terrific for us. We started the show choir camp because we wanted to to raise the bar here in Northern California, Siskiyou County. Yeah. And since uh, John Jacobson lived here, and I lived here, and Kirby Shaw lived just north in Ashland. Um, uh, we uh, we just had a great time doing it, and um, it actually has been, it ran for 17 years, and then uh, had a bit of a hiatus, but Ron Slabink has brought it back as a day camp, and it's growing, and uh, we're glad to see that, because, um, uh, you know, anytime you're in a rural area like we are, uh, mm -hmm. you really want to provide opportunities for kids to, to step it up, or to see... Uh, to see what excellence is. I've been told that every student needs to experience excellence just once. Yes. And then they know what it is yes. and, and, you know, set the benchmark. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm delighted. You know, I, I taught school music here for a while off and on for the bulk of my career. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, element, you know, I taught uh, kindergarten through eighth grade uh, band and choir and guitar and then high school and then community college. And, um, I didn't set out to be a music teacher. I was a, uh, I grew up in Southern California. Mm -hmm. um, I came from a musical family. Uh, my mom used to arrange music for live radio back in like the thirties. You oh, know, wow. so I had it in my, in my genes. My two older brothers were musical. Mm -hmm. And so I started, uh, I begged for guitar lessons at the age of 10 and uh, started playing guitar. I thought I was going to be a jazz guitarist, but um, that didn't happen. I'm, I'm sort of glad. I love jazz guitar, but singing was really something that we did in our home. I loved to sing. And so accompanying myself singing and then writing songs as a teenager and playing in a rock and roll band uh, and finally deciding to go to college up here at College of the Siskiyous with Kirby Shaw sort of, mm -hmm. um, you know, set me on the course, I suppose, that... Uh, you know, made me a, you know, a professional arranger and composer. Mm. And I started writing for my own kids uh, back in the late 70s. So it's been, this is my 45th year. So uh, well, I'm glad to, glad to still be doing it. And uh, yeah, so. I love that's it. That's a, beautiful. And that's a, that's a huge, a beautiful synopsis of kind of your, your life and influences and whatnot. Uh, what was the inspiration or what was that moment to, to start this camp? Did y'all have a conversation? Was this over dinner? Or? <laughs> you know, you know, I, I, I don't remember. Well, I do sort of remember the parameters. There was a gentleman here who wanted to start a jazz band camp um, and, at the college. And it just sort of, you know, light bulb went off. First of all, because uh, Kirby and John and I would all travel to the Midwest and do show car camps of America, uh -huh. you know, every summer. And said, so why don't we... You know, why don't we do it here and sleep in our own beds? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was never to make money, particularly. It was really to provide a service. But I remember some years we had over 100 kids yeah. and it was just uh, it was really fun. You know, teaching music, if, if you get great kids like you, it's yeah. uh, it's it's fun. And and you know that you uh, you change lives. Yes. You know, you um, uh, you give kids a home. 
a yes. place that's consistent and hopefully joyous, you know, which I think is important, particularly it may be more important now than ever. Absolutely. You know, after COVID and everything, I'm convinced that the socialization that takes place in our ensembles will be even more important and more utilized, hopefully going forward mm-hmm. as, as, as kids get back to really relearning socialization. Yes. You know, from what I'm hearing um, uh, from teachers is, is they don't, <laughs> they don't know how to interact well between that and you got to realize a uh, digital technology, yeah. social media, you know, we have we have gotten away from 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 getting together one on one and having a conversation and and relationships that way. And so um, I'm hoping that that we are poised for a huge renaissance in uh, in music on uh, ensembles of any kind, team sports, yeah. et cetera. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And you you raise a great point. Uh, when I was uh, in 2020, I was uh, stuck in a, another state unexpectedly. And my landlord at the time, she graciously let me stay with her. She was in uh, her own version of it wasn't a show choir. It was uh, a choir in the in the Midwest, and mm-hmm. she was struggling because they were doing all of their Zoom choir rehearsals. And the timing. I mean, if you're a musician, you understand yeah. like you have to all have the same timing and the delay of the tech. So I yeah, think that really. technology will be updated, upgraded based on the needs of the consumers. Uh, to be able to do real time, let's do rehearsal on the spot, you know, yeah. and, and have those performances, maybe duets or, you know, whole choirs yeah. singing from all around the world at the same time. That's not where we're at right now. I've yeah. learned that hosting 11 concerts last year. It's, the sound yeah. quality does not go through live as well as it needs to. No, it's really hard. There actually is some some advanced technology that allows everything to sync up properly, but it's very costly. Yes. You have yes. to have high speed Internet. You've got to have the uh, computer interface that, uh, you know, uh, removes the latency or mm-hmm. compensates for the latency and those kinds of things. Um, but again, of course, my hope is that we don't have to do that very often and that we yeah. can get back to in person. Come back in person. Yeah, because there's something supernatural about the energy of a room when you get to yeah. rehearse your music. And not only that, but you get to have your fun from a choir member perspective. Yes. Fun little conversations. If you're yeah. in the alto section while they're working with the tenors, because, yeah. that, you know, you have these little things that you don't really think about or talk about that aren't happening right now uh, with distant learning. So yeah. it's part of the gig. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it's the reason that, uh, you know, we saw numbers drop so much during uh, COVID in our ensembles is that the Zoom experience just did not as 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 hard as as directors tried was yeah. just not the same. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, it uh, looks like we're on the good side of the pandemic, hopefully. And, yeah. uh, you know, I would think that uh, particularly by next fall, we should be back, uh, hopefully unmasked and ready to go. So yes, I love it. Yes. Yeah. Let's keep our keep our hope alive with that. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, for those that are um, either in the space of composition, music education, or maybe they're thinking about maybe they're in college or high school and they're starting to plan their career paths, whatnot. Um, what are some tips and strategies you've learned on keeping a positive mindset um, in that career space that you'd like to share? Well, you know, of course, I was very fortunate to get in early when there was there was very little competition. Um, uh-huh. You know, I always say, you know, right place, right time, right product, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, I, I, like I say, and I have a relationship with a publisher, you know, contract. So mm-hmm. it's a very easy you know, from a logistical standpoint, it's quite easy 
you know, you have a certain number of projects or compositions or arrangements to do each year. Mm -hmm. And so you, you, you have a list and, and of course I use a, a, a you know, a computerized notation finale, which is sort of the industry standard, but there's also, you know, Sibelius and note flight and Dorico and those kinds of things. But the, the internet has changed everything when it comes to new composers and arrangers mm -hmm. in that you can self publish quite easily on the internet. And then there has been a real interesting, your listeners, I, I'm sure will, uh, will want to hear this. Um, my publisher, Hal Leonard, who is the biggest uh, print publisher in the world and controls the greatest number of pop copyrights, you know, Sony, EMI, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, they now have a site called Arrange Me. And there are 3 million pre-approved copyrights for you to arrange and upload to their site. And then um, they sell them for you. Wow. So uh, it's, uh, it's a whole new day in, in sort of self-publishing legally, you know, yeah. because you're, the, the, the royalties, proper royalties are paid to the copyright holders. Uh -huh. uh, and then via your social media, you drive people to the site. You know, you include the link. Uh -huh. And so that's uh, sort of a direct consumer kind of path yeah. that I, I'm not... I'm not going to say it will totally supplant traditional publishing, mm -hmm. but it definitely is a way, if you're good and you want to get your stuff out there yeah. and you're a good promoter, mm -hmm. then um, that's, that's the future. That's, that's, that's powerful. I see that as the, the Amazon version of you, yeah. know, you want to be an author versus, you know, buying 10,000 copies in advance, it's, it's print on demand or it's sell on demand. Yep. That's powerful. So anyone listening, definitely sign up for arrange me and check it out. That's, that's a great. Yeah. Great it's a, it's pretty amazing. You know, people say, doesn't it compete with you, Roger? Well, yes, it does. But there's something about, uh, you know, our, the sort of trademark that those of us that have done it for years and I and speak of Audrey Snyder and Mac Huff and, and Mark Brimer and, you know, we, Fortunately, we have a legacy of uh, our materials are vetted. I mean, that's mm -hmm. going to be the difference because when when you buy a, a self-published book or music or anything off the Internet, you don't know what you're going to get. Exactly. Um, so, um, I, you know, that's a bit of a caveat. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, from my own experience, self-publishing, uh, completely cathartic. I wrote my book the year I was going through my divorce. However when you're working with tech and you're not a techie person, I found out there the, the company used to uh, be called create space that you would upload your book to, and then they would connect it onto Amazon for you. They've been since bought out. So I think it might be a little bit easier process, but there was PDF versions that I didn't know are different number of pages. Sure. And what I was seeing on my computer and the person I'm talking to is in another country and speaks multiple languages, which I love. Uh, however, her version of the PDF that she was seeing was a different size, which changed the spine size. So then, right. there, then I'm working with my my illustrator that did the book cover and the back end, the spine size and three different organizations. And I'm just like, let's just submit it. There's going to be typos on it. I don't care. Let's yeah. it was like it was no longer fun. So I yeah. definitely see the uh, the value of the traditional professional route where you hire someone that, you know, is excellent at doing all those things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but there's pros and cons if you're on a budget and you're trying to submit your own music. 
um, yeah. how it will come out. So definitely check what it looks like before right. <laughs> your whole audience looks at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we take for granted our editor, our editorial staff. Yeah. That's for sure. Because yeah. I've done some uploading of a few charts myself directly to arrange me and. And I make them look as good as I can, you know, and yeah. I'm very careful. It never looks as good as when the professionals do it. So Exactly. Um, yeah. Lean into your strengths and hire out your weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so great tips on mindset. Uh, second pillar of Move Happy is all about building strong communities. Uh, if we are connected socially, we know that that can impact our happiness level or on the other side of the end, if we're connecting with people that aren't so good for us. Or yes. isolating ourselves completely, you know, uh, that might make us a little bit more depressed or sad or mopey or whatnot. Um, in the the music industry and, and being a leader in that space for 45 plus years, what are some tips you've learned in building strong communities uh, amongst other professional musicians that you'd like to share? Well, you know, a couple of things. I always say you there are a lot of talented people out there. You hire people you like. Yes. And that are generally e easy to work with. Yeah. You know, um, and that and that's sort of some people are it, I don't want to say that you can't change. But the fact is, some people are just more accommodating than others. But those are the ones who, who get hired uh, when it comes to social media. Of course, I have you know, I've been a, a, a major Facebooker for since its inception, I think almost. Mm -hmm. And it, it's been great for for me as there's more people writing and more competition. It, it has helped me sort of surface. I think as as still a relevant entity yeah. and uh, and spokesperson for the choral community, I try and be as helpful as I can. Uh, you know, when I have teachers who need something they can't find or something's out of print, mm -hmm. uh, I, I I realize and people say, well, what? How can you be so accessible? And I go, it's a pretty small community, choir directors. Yeah. It yeah. really is, and we're all in this together. <laughs> you know, so anything that I can do to make the job easier because it's. It's the hardest job I ever loved was being a music teacher. You know, there are just so many variables and it's very rewarding, but very fatiguing. And you're always thinking about how do I meet this child or these kids with the music I'm choosing or the activities that I'm creating. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a it's a hard but rewarding gig. So, uh, you know, social media has been really good for me that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and very fortunate. So. Yeah. And that's, that's a great tip. I think in general for people is to use the, use the tools that we have, the resources we have, it's free to be on social media. And yeah. if you connect with someone in the industry space, doesn't mean that all people are good. Uh, but there's, no. there's value um, in working together and collaborating. I think that I learned that uh, I didn't realize that I had learned that as such a powerful tool uh, accelerating my business and my brand growth, you know, expanding in 2020 to three continents was on my team. And I was like, how in the world through uh, internship relationships, because I was giving them something good value. They needed, you know, letters of recommendation and they were sure. giving me good value. I wasn't taking loans out. I believed that if the creator put this on my heart to start this thing, then it's going to grow if it's supposed to grow. And I think I learned that from being in music. You know, mm -hmm. I think I think yeah. the world is changing and turning to focus on uh, those of us that come from that space instead of it being a dog eat dog world, which is more athletic focused, sports focused. There's winners and losers where in music, how about we all can win in different ways and just more collaborative. 
Exactly. Yeah, to more, more collaborative. collaborative. Also seeing a project through from the beginning to the end. We learn yeah. music and the show or the choreography or, you know, if you're in a show choir and we get to the end and we have a, an end product kind of thing. Uh, I think I think it's a great training ground. I always tell people, even if you don't go into music, if I were an employer, I would hire musicians, music people. Yeah. They tend to be good. They tend to be focused. They tend to have a good work ethic. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, they've seen the process through. So Absolutely. Yeah. And, and even if it's done and you feel excellent about it, it can always be improved for the next time. I think that's like a positive and negative of being an artist. It's like that self-loathing. Oh, it wasn't. I should have done it this way. But I think learning to focus on that progress um, is yeah. key. Thank you for those tips. Oh, you uh, bet. Third pillar of move happy is movement related. Um, we know that uh, moving our bodies, you know, can positively influence our mo mood. Um, and actually the white paper research says it's more powerful than any drugs or talk therapy uh, alone, um, though those are great as well. Um, so what what are your most enjoyable things that you love to be to move your body? What have well, you been or is I, it something else? <laughs> you know, I do my I do my stretch class Tuesdays and Thursdays via love Zoom it. from 7.30 to 8.30 this morning. I, I spin... <laughs> Mondays and Wednesdays, um, you know, we live in the mountains, so we're big uh, mountain bike people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've, we've taken up paddle boarding, which I really love. I love that. Oh, that's it, so is, uh, it is so serene and so good for your core. And, um, I, you know, I, I'm convinced that um, particularly as, as one gets older, you got to keep moving. It's yeah. keep moving or die. So. <laughs> And and I can tell when I when I uh, don't that thing that it gets it just gets hard. You got to keep at it, yes. and then you feel good. So yeah, absolutely, I love that. I love that. Um, so, what is something that you're really excited about? Uh, project you're working on, or uh, if you have a, a new offering you'd like to to share with our audience? I know there's people that are going to want to connect with you or purchase from you, etc. What, what's that for you? Well, you know, I, I'm very fortunate um, that, you know, my publisher, Hal Leonard, um, uh, if you go to the HalLeonard.com and you can browse choral music, Roger Emerson, or, you know, put Roger Emerson in there, there's, you know, I don't know, 600 resources um, and whatnot. But there's some things that I'm, the, some projects I'm, I'm really excited about that, that sort of came, came out sort of early pandemic. And one was a book called Pop Rounds, which where you take pop tunes and sing them in a round that was, Ooh. and it was, and it was available digitally. So it, it, it sold quite well during the pandemic because mm -hmm. that, that's about all we could do, you know? Yeah. And then I also did uh, for Hal Leonard, um, a, um, a new book called um, the Hal Leonard vocal method, which really there's a, there's a tenor bass version and a soprano alto version. And it's for the lay person who wants to learn to sing better. And it's got like 12 pop songs and each one has a, like a lesson, Mm -hmm. about uh, phrasing or about breath control or those kinds of things. So that was sort of a new direction for me. And then as you and I were chatting early on, uh, and I know that, that uh, your, you know, your heart is, is so, um, and your work so involved with, with suicide prevention, yeah. is I, I, I wrote a song about 12 years ago uh, after a, a young student that I had had who'd gone on to college, uh, committed suicide, mm -hmm. and it's called Cameron's Song. And uh, I finally have done a choral version and it's being engraved right now. And it, it's, uh, I hope that a lot of middle and high school teachers will uh, consider it. Yeah. Uh, it has a whole preface on, uh, 
on you know teen suicide in particular and where to go to get help. And then the the words are are certainly poignant about um, you know asking for help, yeah, reaching out, wow. and uh, so you can live your life of promise. That's a line from it. So yeah, I'm 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 very excited about it because it's I think it's important work. Absolutely, hundred uh, percent. I had my first thought around suicide as a fourteen year old a few mm. weeks before being invited to your jazz camp so the work that you guys do is completely healing i had no self-harm thoughts for three years with mr kraus and being a part of your jazz camp yeah just shows you so uh, yeah it's um and and, you know a lot of people deal with it yes it's more pervasive than anyone wants to admit yes Uh, and and anything we can do uh, you know to to help um you know, as teachers, as educators, as friends, mm-hmm. as family to yeah. uh, um, to help. Absolutely. What I found uh, in the last because I've been serious about Move Happy since 2018 Cinco de Mayo. I flew across the country, helped a family member uh, back then uh, posting on social media and trying to do an ad on Instagram and Facebook in that year. Uh, my ads were getting shut down because I had the hashtag depression. So Mm -hmm. I had to actually change the spelling of it because they didn't want anything, even though it was mental health related. I had to request for a human being to review my ad. And I kept telling them, this is my purpose. I'm not trying to encourage people to harm themselves. I'm trying to stop it by by having those conversations. And I believe uh, for my own personal experience, there was an eighth grader in, in our district that had ended his life that was a part of the music community. Um, and that was a couple months before, um, and just other stressors in life. I got to my peak for myself and thankfully the creator stepped in and provided me a music leader that had 25 years, I think experience in his background in something that I enjoyed. And I wanted to be, since I was nine years old, I wanted to be a part of his music company group because my oldest brother was around and my mom would drive me around to all of their gigs because I was homeschooled. And so I got, you know, that influence and whatnot. So I I really believe what you're doing is powerful. Cameron's song needs to be in every school. Thank you. Translated into all languages so that children all around the world um, can listen and can sing it because when you sing it, then you're teaching yourself too. Uh, to yeah. ask for help and whatnot. Yeah. So that's beautiful. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm I'm excited. I'm going to share it with my whole network and anyone listening. How do they buy the song? Do well, they it, 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 uh, from the Hal Leonard website. Okay. They also own, own Sheet Music Direct. I'm okay. sure it will also be at JW Pepper when it's finally in print, which okay. should be in the next month or two. Uh, the recordings being done right now and, and the engravings being done. So uh, certainly... Uh, uh, late spring or this summer for the fall that's sort of the that's sort of the goal but uh yeah i am i'm like i say i'm I'm hoping that people won't be afraid to address it with their ensembles because research just shows that uh it's when you don't talk about it that it's a problem absolutely and kids are hearing about it uh i I have a strong feeling there's a lot of it going on right now in the world And so I encourage everyone to start talking about it and talk about solutions, talk about uh, it's okay to get therapy if you need it. It's okay to join choir if you need whatever it is yeah. that you need that you enjoy doing. Um, and parents, if there are parents listening to the show right now, uh, talk to your doctors about 
alternative methods instead of just giving your children pills because their brains are still growing, hormones are still mm-hmm. in flux, and uh, we need we need people like you to step up and oh, start creating you. music. So I appreciate that. Um, for My those pleasure. that uh, you know listen to the show and have been fans since I, I launched this in 2019. Um, I always love to close out the show with something because uh, we talk about, obviously we've been talking about very deep, a deep topic. Um, so bringing it back to a little lighter, lighter side of things. Um, I always do an impromptu. It's something on the spot. It's, it's, it's where we have that variety in there. And we had talked earlier uh, about uh, your childhood and being in a family of musicians and whatnot. So I'm just literally just thinking of this on the spot. Uh, what was your first gig you remember ever performing <laughs> and what was the I age am. like tell us the details around that what, what were, were you playing or singing and yeah I was singing yeah okay. I was I was in uh, first grade so I must have been five oh. or six okay and and the teacher must have heard my voice and that I could match pitch I suppose but in those days in the in the first and second grade we did a lot of square dancing and there oh. was a song called oh Johnny oh Johnny oh and I remember her sending me home with the record. It was probably, it was probably a 78. I mean, it was <laughs> 1956 or whatever. And learning the song. And I remember, you know, standing up on the stage while they square danced, singing along with Oh Johnny, Oh Johnny, Oh. And of course, the funny part is, it was one of those old school cafeterias that had the asbestos tile with the holes in it. And I, was, I remember looking up and counting the holes while I was singing because I was so nervous. So, oh, that's yeah. beautiful. And she, that's she loved that's it. Life. That's number one. <laughs> I love it. That's so beautiful. And look at you now. So encouragement is key. Uh, yeah. Teachers, if you see something good in your kids, point yeah. it out to them. Speak it to them. Give them give them the next level challenge. Give them the record and, and challenge them yeah. to take it to the next level. I love yeah. that. It was, it was pretty cool. It's been a great run. I've been very blessed beyond measure, as I, I say. I love it. So what's yeah. next for you in this in the next uh, season for you? Well, you know, I always have a list of songs that in the spring and summer, I will pitch to the publisher and say, hey, I'd like to do this, 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 and this. Awesome. Of course, uh, you know, we've been busy with all the Disney Encanto stuff, uh, you know, and doing those arrangements. Um, we also have a new series at Hal Leonard uh, that is a sort of linked to a Cameron song called uh, Voices in Harmony that has, um, uh, it embeds social emotional learning within uh, the, the instruction of the piece and the piece itself. So there's a whole QR code that takes you to videos, that takes you to background. Excited about that. I have a, uh, along the same lines, I've been commissioned to do a piece for um, E.O. Smith, uh, um, high school in Connecticut. It's right next to Yukon. Mm-hmm. Uh, my f- a friend, Amanda Hanslick, uh, and it's a piece called, uh, I am enough. Ooh. And, uh, it's a, um, and it's in, it's pretty well done. Uh, he, she will introduce it in the fall and, and the students will, there's a, there's sort of a bridge section where the students will create their own phrases, wow. um, within, and uh, yeah, so I'm very excited about that because it's a stretch for me, yeah. you know, to uh, when she asked me, will you do, will you, I'd like to commission this piece. And I go, I'm not good at commissions, you know, but I go, uh, if you want me to, I'll, I'll dive in and, but she's very pleased with the way it's going. So I yeah. love that. Oh my goodness. If there was any uh, person or organization that you haven't yet had a chance to work with, who would you dream of 
doing either a project for or working alongside? Well, you know, um, shoot, I'd love to have Pentatonics do one of my tunes. Yes. I mean, you know, um, they're <laughs> terrific. Um, yeah, you know, I, I've been very fortunate. You know, you get to interface with people. We were talk, talking early on about um, 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 self-doubt. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm acquaintances with Stephen Schwartz, who, of course, wrote Godspell and Wicked. And, mm-hmm. and in his book about Wicked, he talks about just doubting every, everything. Wow. And so that's, that's the, the human condition when it comes to an artist, wondering if what they're creating is good enough. Am I enough? I am enough. So. Yeah, I love it. Well, I know I've got all kinds of listeners from all around the globe. So Pentatonics, reach out to Roger ASAP. Let's get there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I know several, several of the guys, Ben Bram, who's a fabulous arranger for them. He's, these young guys are just terrific. So, and, and young gals, they're out there. Yeah. And, um, We'll see. One of these Why days. Not? Why not? <laughs> Let's make it happen. <laughs> well, this Sounds is so fun. Thank you so much again for being a part of the show. My treat. Thank <laughs> you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. I hope you learned something today. I hope that we added value to you. If you did learn something and if this episode spoke to you and spoke to your heart, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with someone that you love and maybe give us a little shout out on social media and take a screenshot of a particular part of the episode that stood out most to you and write a couple sentences and share it on uh, your favorite social media channel. Uh, We are everywhere on all social media platforms, all major ones at least. You can tag Move Happy on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, the little at sign, The Real Move Happy. That's T-H-E-R-E-A-L-M-O-V-E-H-A-P-P-Y. You can tag us on Twitter, the little at sign move happy team that's m-o-v-e-h-a-p-p-y-t-e-a-m on snapchat you can tag me at the move happy t-h-e-m-o-v-e-h-a-p-p-y we're on clubhouse though you can't tag because it's an audio only platform but you can share about my mission on there if you feel anyone is so inclined to listen and want to connect it is Move Happy Erin, and that's E-R-I-N. We are also on Reddit, a new platform for me. Um, this is a mainly Republican platform, though all are welcome. No one is censored. No one is canceled. No one's posts are removed without their permission. It is G-E-T-T-R, and my profile on there is I believe it's move happy let me open it up on my phone and double check yeah the little at sign m-o-v-e-h-a-p-p-y really cool people that have already followed me with huge followings I don't know exactly how they're finding me I'm still learning the platform I'm still tasting it Uh, but what I've found is that No one has judged me on that platform. No one has said bad things or anything like that. Um, LinkedIn, you can tag me on my professional business page, Erin Nicole, CEO and founder of Move Happy Erin Nicole Ministries, and my veteran and first responder nonprofit, Erin Nicole Ministries. I do also have a business page on LinkedIn, the little at sign, M-O-V-E, the little dash that is right next to the zero on your keyboard if you have an American keyboard 
and I'm sorry, I'm not sure where it's at on other languages, uh, but then it's happy after that. So move dash happy. And I welcome you sharing and promoting if this is in alignment with who you are and you want to also help end global suicide by helping to empower people to find joy from within. What I do, um, is uh, I'm actually doing a fun contest. Those of you that have been following the journey for a while, you're in the know. We're doing a listening room competition. So I actually pull it up while I'm on the uh, recording, and I'm actually going to type it in. You can do this as well. You can type this in your browser 24-7. You go to themovehappy.podbean. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. I might switch platforms uh, in the future, but for right now, that's where we're at. And you can see how many downloads we have in real time. Once we get to our first level challenge of 10,000 downloads, I'm going to be hosting a private listening room experience. That's where I release my original music to you first. And I also will be connecting with my other musician friends who will also be releasing their original music to you first. It's a very exclusive, special thing. And the way you get qualified for this is continually sharing Move Happy content, share my posts, um, tag us in posts where you are applying what you're learning from either this podcast or through other pieces of Move Happy content. Um, If you actually help save someone's life by encouraging them to maybe get into therapy or encourage them to sign up for that jujitsu class and you have a a real testimonial that you share on social media and tag us, I want to edify those of you and honor you and gift you with my gift of music uh, for, for helping to expand my brand and my mission around the world. Um, if you are also on iTunes, you can tag us and we're on Spotify as well. If you do the like, uh, if you write a review and help us, uh, the more reviews we have that are positive, you know, five star ratings, things of that nature, the more people can be positively impacted. Um, and I have left the negative review from the person that has been stalking me uh, because they will be brought to justice, and uh, I do believe this person also was the the one that um, ha- allowed my businesses to be hacked or was a part of that and also tried to destroy me as a human being. So I've left the negative review on there on the website so you can read that and make your own assumptions um, that if you continue learning and listening from my my show, I think that you will be pleasantly surprised that No matter what, if you decide to put your foot forward and step out and be a leader in whatever space you feel the creator of the universe is calling you to lead, that you you will be attacked, you will be criticized, you will be judged from people that are insecure, and uh, that's okay. So our listening room experience is invited uh, to all people of all faiths, all colors, all creeds, all sexual orientations, all ages as well, though if you are under 18, you will need to have parent permission to be invited as some of the music might be um, might be more than PG-13 rated. And I want to make sure your, your parents or guardians are in support of you joining this competition and whatnot. Uh, we are at 3,000 103 downloads as of today, Tuesday, February 15th, 2022 at 12.32 p.m. Central. 
and we've got a ways to go. So if you share this episode with three friends who also share it with three friends, we'll get to that 10,000 mark for our first listening room experience. And I'm not sure what the next level challenge will be after that. Uh, maybe we'll do 12,000 or maybe we'll do 50,000. I'm not sure. I'm going to I'm gonna let the spirit lead me on that when we get to that point. But I'm really grateful for all of you that have been consistently listening. And if this is your first time listening to the episode, understand that I have grown drastically since my first one. So if you're thinking about starting your own podcast in your own space of whatever it is that is your genius skill that um, is so easy for you to do that you lose track of time doing and that you actually have more energy at the end of it than when you first started. Um, I encourage you to start it. My first podcast episode was with my high school choir teacher, Mr. Krause, and I knew nothing about starting a podcast, but I knew that I needed to get in the space because leaders leave clues, successful people leave clues, and I was following what the leaders in the digital space were telling me to do to grow my brand online, and I called it a blog I didn't call it a podcast on the first recording. You can go all the way back to episode one and review for yourself. So even if you call it a blog on day one and make tons of mistakes along your journey, you can still make it to the top 10% in the world for podcasts out of 2.7 million podcast episodes ranked in the world according to Listen Notes. I found that out a couple weeks ago that I'm ranked in the top 10% in the world and I'm not doing anything extraordinary or special that you couldn't also do for your space in your industry. So I encourage you to do so if you feel led. And I love you guys. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. See you next week.